welcome to the Purpose Podcast. My name is Rachel and I'm here with my husband, Zach, and we believe that you have been given a purpose to win your world to Christ. So no matter what platform you're listening on, we encourage you to like and share. And uh, if you're on Spotify, you can save this. You'll get notifications and on Apple Podcasts when the next one drops. So we want to make sure you stay up to date. That's right. And and I believe that today really is going to encourage you and it is going this is going to be one that you're going to want to share and you'll see why here in just a little bit as we uh, really wrap up this season. We've been talking about prayer and stuff like that. Today is going to be a little bit awkward. Uh, I, I believe there'll be some some awkward parts of it, but I just want to encourage you don't turn it off. Um there there really is something for for you in this. There's a reason that God has brought you to this moment. Uh, but just before we get into that, just one thing we wanted just to touch on real quick um, is something uh, when it comes to your purpose and comes to leading yourself that I believe that so many of us uh, leave off and don't think about ever, or at least we're not intentional about, and that is encouraging yourself. So babe, what what uh, what encourages you just from a, maybe like a fun perspective and then from a spiritual perspective? Um, I am always encouraged. Well, maybe it's a, um, it's a coping mechanism. <laughs> I like to shop. Uh huh. Always encouraged when I'm shopping. Well, I don't even have get, to like really get, buy get something it. Else. <laughs> um, I don't remember. I just put it on my wish list. I don't even mm-hmm. have to buy it. I just scroll around on Amazon and then I can click it and it feels like you're buying it, but you're not really buying it. Mm-hmm. Anyway. So I like to do that. I am encouraged. I love being around people. So uh, it always encourages me to be around other people um, who I love and who love me and not, I'm not, don't have to be anything or do anything. I'm just get to be present. Mm, So I have some people in my life that are like that. Um, But spiritually, what really encourages me is having time alone with the Lord, like just getting to be in the word and um, just sit with him. That's always encouraging for me. Yeah, that's good for me. Like uh, from an encouragement standpoint, I love um, I love like either playing golf or doing that. I get to be with friends and compete and that kind of stuff. Um, and then from a spiritual perspective, uh, it really encourages me um, to uh, to like learn something or to be challenged by something. I love uh, there's there's a but like a a, a not trilogy I don't know a, a group of books called um, God's Generals talking about just stories of men and women of God and these wild things that they did and so it just really challenges and encourages me that there's that there's more you know which is biblical you know Revelation uh, twelve eleven says that we'll overcome the enemy by the blood of the Lamb and the word of our testimony and so why do we talk about that well I believe that devastation happens in discouragement. And just just to just to tell you, I, I was listening to um, the Craig Rochelle Leadership Podcast with Albert Tate, which you should a hundred percent watch, listen to. It's unbelievable. Um, but uh, Albert talks about towards the end about um, it, it, he really asked, and this is what really put it on my heart. I wanted to share it and and get us thinking about it. He, in which Albert Tate's an unbelievable leader. And he, he asks, he's like, hey, if you give one person or a leader one piece of advice, what would it be? And he says that to make sure that they are encouraging themselves. And especially if you're a leader, um, if you have an area in which you lead, whether it's at home or at work or wherever it might be, very rarely do people think, 
I, I need to make sure I encourage the leader, right? That's just not usually how the chain of command really works. And so, but all of us are leaders, even if it's just of our purpose. And so when it comes to our purpose specifically, we have to make sure that we are encouraging ourselves in the Lord. Um, and you can see whenever you don't, like, and again, I just wrote down, you know, Samson, uh, as Delilah consistently bombarded him, hammered him, all that kind of stuff, gets discouraged, just tells her, fine, 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 I'll, I'll, I'll tell you. Um, whereas even though David did mess up, there was a time where David is discouraged. All of his friends, all of his army, they're going to kill him. They're going to stone him. And it says that he encouraged himself in the Lord, mm-hmm. um, which again, this really leads well into prayer. And if you're saying, well, dang, I've, I've been living discouraged. Uh, Nehemiah 8.10, the joy of the Lord is our strength. If you would say, gosh, I've been living discouraged. Well, Samson and David both got second chances, uh, not just to be encouraged, but to live out their purpose, to win their world uh, in different ways. And so would you add anything to that about the uh, the importance of being encouraged? You know, I was listening to something and I had sent it to you about burnout and lack of engagement and what brings discouragement. And so when you um, participate in a role where you have high expectations and you have low um Control. Yeah, low control, low resourcing. It is very easy to become discouraged quickly. And um, so a, a lot of us have jobs like that where um, maybe you're a doctor and the expectation is that um, you have these these patients who expect you to heal them and you know, hey, you don't, you don't have control over somebody's body. You can do your best. Um, but there are roles that we all have in our life where as a parent, you don't, you can't control, you have high expectations like of yourself and of your children to, you know, be great human beings. And you can't control another person. And we find ourselves often in situations where there are high expectations and low control. And this is a and this is a skill, this is a discipline that we have to learn to practice because if we don't, we'll continually find ourselves in the anxiety and depression spiral mm-hmm. and be at the bottom just sitting at the bottom and then not know how to start to how to start to climb out yeah. of it. And so I just my encouragement is to be aware of what is bringing discouragement just as we process through um, what is bringing discouragement for you? So we're going to talk about, you know, what encourages you. But as you listen to it and as you process practicing encouraging yourself in the Lord, knowing what for you is discouraging. And maybe there are some things that we can adjust in our thought processes or in our workflows or in our homes that allow for them to be more life-giving. Yeah, and the, and the, the enemy is always going to, again, John 10, 10, we, we like the part about, you know, that Jesus came to give us life and life to the fullest. But that's the same verse that also says the, the devil is like a roaring lion seeking who he may devour, to mm-hmm. come to steal, kill, and to destroy and so the enemy is always looking for ways to discourage you. And so I think what Rachel said is is important to know, hey, what what does discourage me so you can be on the lookout? But even more importantly is knowing what encourages you in the Lord and making time That's right. for it. And so if you get encouraged by time with the Lord, you get encouraged by reading, you get encouraged, encouraged by those kind of things, I would just... I just tell you, we were talking here before we started recording today about like kind of nighttime routines and stuff like that. And if your usual nighttime routine is to watch a show or something like that, 
but you haven't done that day yet what encouraging the Lord, some time in worship, some time in prayer, some time in the Word, some time in journaling, then I think it'd be safe to say, well, you're not going to watch TV tonight. Uh, but that's hard. That's all, that's hard to discipline yourself to say, okay, well, I have to be encouraged in the Lord. Being encouraged in the Lord is more important than any of these other things that I want to do. And that is hard. But that's just something I wanted to get. We want to give you before, um, and just just to challenge you. In. And actually, uh, we're, we are today. We are going to wrap up our this these last couple of podcasts on prayer and on power. And this is the part that's going to feel a little bit awkward, okay? And so I want to encourage you to stay in it, okay? Uh, you may be driving, you may be at the gym, you may be sitting down in your quiet time. And so here's what we're actually going to do: uh, we are going to pray. And so we've been talking about it. And there's two ways. Uh, that I have on here that we've written down for us to potentially pray. Uh, we'll probably only get through one uh, today, uh, and I can tell you about the other one, or we can tell you about the other one at the end. Uh, but what we want to do is we're just going to take some time in prayer, and it's going to feel a little bit awkward. And the reason that I believe it's going to feel awkward, just and, and I don't tell you that because we will feel awkward. I think we'll feel fine. But as I was praying about this and thinking about this um, just in preparation, uh, there is something there, the enemy wants to put some awkwardness around prayer, especially prayer in groups uh, where God's people come together. You know, where two or more gather, He is also. And so, like, where so we we're actually going to pray, and we our tenor of prayer will most will mostly be for you. And so whenever we're praying through this, and we're going to start with the Lord's Prayer, which you can find in Matthew chapter 6, but as we pray through this, and Rachel and I will kind of trade out verses and and, and all that kind of stuff, and um, if, if we get a word from the Lord beyond kind of what we've we've thought about beforehand, then we will absolutely share it with you. Um, but uh, we're, we're just going to take some time and pray. And so uh, there may be some times where we're th- there's a little bit of silence, and uh, but I just want to ask you, Take, take a moment right now and uh, and just posture yourself for prayer, even if you're on the treadmill at the gym, even if you're driving, uh, it, wh- wherever you might be. Um, and I really do believe God's going to speak to you in this moment, not just not just about prayer in general uh, as, as we practice, uh, but also about some situations in your life. And so let me pray for us uh, just to set this atmosphere, and then Rachel uh, will start us out praying through the Lord's Prayer. Mm-hmm. All right, God, we come before you right now, and uh, uh, we just ask that you would just move in this time. Uh, God, we're all in different places at different times, uh, but <laughs> there you are also. Um, God, wherever it might be, uh, at, at the gym, driving, um, whatever, wherever we are, uh, you're right there. And so Holy Spirit, I just pray um, that you would reveal more of yourself to us. Holy Spirit, I pray you would give Rachel and I words, um, specific words of knowledge and understanding and counsel for people at, that, that we don't know are listening to this or when they'll listen to this. Uh, but God, you're above time. You are above our situations. Um, and when we pray, victory awaits. When we pray, uh, you, you are listening. You are moving. And so, God, would you just align our hearts? Would you align our thoughts? Uh, would you align our hands um, and our passions? in our focus uh, with who you are. And so, God, we just want to enter this time uh, very specifically and pray as you told us to pray, uh, Jesus. And so, uh, God, we just want to be in your presence in this time. So the Lord's Prayer starts with this. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. 
Lord, we just, we want to acknowledge that you are who you say you are, that you could do what you say you could do, that there is nothing greater in all of existence than you. So we worship you. We bless your name, that you're holy and you're higher, that we really cannot conceptualize how mighty and beautiful you are. And so we come into your presence with praise and thanksgiving, just like Psalms 100 says. So we honor you and we bless your name. You're so worthy of our affection and our attention. And we turn all of that to you. God, we just love you so much. I just love you. We love you the most. You're the most important thing to us. Um, and holy be your name. You're worthy. You are worthy. Um, God, no matter what our circumstances are right now, whether we are in a season of laughter or a season of crying, a season of celebrating or a season of mourning, you are holy. You are worthy. Uh, you are the alpha and the omega, the beginning and the end. Um, God, so you are, you are, no matter what our feelings are, no matter where we are, you are so worthy. And so, God, we just pray that as, as we can, as we continue to pray that 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 our situation um, and 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 the things that are all over us, um, God, that they would be put in perspective uh, of your holy name and 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 who you are, uh, Jesus. You told in verse ten uh, to pray, "Your kingdom come, and you will be done on earth as is in heaven." And so, God, we just want to take a moment. Um, uh, and just ask you, would you reveal your kingdom to us? Would you reveal your desires to us? God, your kingdom is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, gentleness, faithfulness, self-control. Would you let that be here right now? There's people who we're praying with who don't have peace. They don't have joy. But you told us to pray your kingdom will come and your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. So we pray for those fruits of the Spirit. We pray uh, for the nutrition of the kingdom of heaven to be not just available for us to have sustenance on and to live in your kingdom, but also that it would grow in the vines of our life and that people around us, they would experience your kingdom uh, before, before they before we preach the gospel to them, and we will, uh, but they would experience your kingdom through that. God, I pray in our lives and in the lives of others that people would experience your kingdom. Your kingdom is forgiveness. Your kingdom is healing. Your kingdom is unity. Your kingdom is provision. <clears throat> God, your, your kingdom is eternal. And so, God, I pray that our, our that your kingdom would come, your will be done on earth as is in heaven. God, that we would see people as you see them, uh, uh, eternal beings who are on their way somewhere, and we would care about it. That we would see uh, that we would see people as as we should in your kingdom, brothers and sisters who all have been adopted by grace, uh, not as. Uh, different races or different socioeconomic standing or anything like that, but we would that it would be your kingdom where we're just a bunch of people who've been saved by grace, who don't deserve to be saved by it, but we are, and so we get to live in this joy of your kingdom. God, would you just please let your kingdom come and your will be done on earth as it is in heaven today in our life. We willingly submit to your kingdom to your will being done 
on earth as it is in heaven, that our ideas, our visions, our dreams, and our desires are no longer our goal or our aim. Lord, we long to serve you and we turn our attention to what you've exposed us to um, that you desire to see manifested here and now and we'll pursue that. We ask, Lord, that just like you told us to ask for it, we ask that you would give us our daily bread, exactly what we need for today, right now, not for tomorrow and not concerned about yesterday, but that our attention would be right now in the moment and that we wouldn't look past what you've set before us for today, our piece of heaven to bring to earth. We ask for the satisfaction in your word that our soul that our spirit would be satisfied and lord we ask for the physical uh, bread that we need today that our bodies and our souls would be satisfied that we would have exactly what we need for this moment and not beyond god i just pray that we wouldn't look past one situation today uh, you talk about in ephesians how tomorrow has enough worries for itself but that today today has today has stuff for us to do uh, you also say uh, in uh, Ephesians 2.10 that we've been made uh, so to, to do good works that you have laid out before us. And so, God, I just pray that we wouldn't look past today. Um, God, that we would have the faith to know that you'll take care of tomorrow and that we can just be faithful today. We wouldn't look past one person. We wouldn't look past one conversation. Uh, but, God, you will give us the faith to walk in what we need today. Uh, there are some situations or relationships or, or things like that that we don't feel like we have all we need, but you told us to pray this. You told us to pray, give us this day our daily bread. I think back um, and just, and I just want to speak it over us. God, in the Old Testament, whenever they would gather manna, uh, the, the, the provision for the day, if they held on to yesterday's manna, there would be maggots in it. And I think spiritually, I believe in marriages. There's people who are holding on to yesterday's manna, yesterday's word from God, yesterday's memories. Uh, but God, you have new and fresh manna. You have new and fresh bread. You have new and fresh revelation and nutrition and supplement for us. God, if we will have the faith not to live in the past, but also not to project in the future, but to live right here in this moment, ask you, what do you have for us? What does obedience look like right now? So God, we just pray that you would give us this day our daily bread. And God, I, I just I just think, Jesus, when you talk about the gospel and you said that you are the bread of life, and God, there's people who are hungry all around us. And I just pray that we would, that our lives, um, as we have the faith to live and and to and to be sustained uh, by your word today and your provision today and your love today, uh, that other people would be impacted by it as well. And that other people would be able to live by uh, the bread of life that we're living by, even if they don't know that's what it is, mm -hmm. even if they just have a certain feeling around us or a certain draw to us, um, and, and if they would just give us just a moment to say why we're different, it's because we're not spiritually hungry, but we're well-fed. And so God, give us this day our daily bread. Please don't let us look past uh, what, you what, you, what, what, what you have for us today and also not dwell on what we've, what we've given in the past. God, I... Uh, it, we, we keep on with what, how you told us to pray, Jesus, and, and this is going to be a real heart check for us, and we just, we just want to live surrendered right now and be obedient. You told us to pray and forgive us our debts as we've also forgiven our debtors. 
God, I just pray that you would check our hearts right now. Would you just check our hearts? Is there anyone in our lives that we have not forgiven? Is there anybody, any situation, but anyone in our life that we have bitterness towards, unforgiveness towards? And God, I, I pray that we forgive them. God, there's two people come to mind right now, and I just, I, I, I forgive them. God, I, I forgive for the things they've said about me. Um, I, 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 just, I just forgive them. God, and I, I love them, and I want what's best for them. Um, God, and, and I, I, I want to walk in the same freedom, because there's freedom and forgiveness. I want to walk in the same freedom that Jesus, you walked in as you forgived us for doing so much worse to you. And so, God, I I just I want to I want to walk in freedom. But God, I also pray for the people listening. I know that this isn't easy. That there's people who've been hurt uh, really deep. But God, you are Jehovah Rapha. You are the great physician. And so, God, I pray that we would take our hurt out of our own hands, or even out of the hands of others, we would place it in your hands. God, that right now we forgive um, and and uh, forgive our debts, and I, I pray that we would forgive others as you have forgiven us. And Lord, we just we confess that we we have things we need your forgiveness for. Your word tells us that if we confess our sins, you're faithful and just to forgive us. And so, Father, we just ask that you would you just search our hearts right now and you'd show us what where is there uh, where is there sin in our life. The things that are unholy, that are not of you, that may not even necessarily be wrong, but you've asked us not to participate and we've gone against um, the Holy Spirit's leading. Would you forgive us? Would you forgive us for the words we've spoken that have been unkind or lacked mercy and grace or that were gossip, that were um, hate, that were full of hate, Lord? We Would you forgive our actions, the things we've posted online, Lord, that were done in um, a spirit of judgment, Father God, we ask that you would uh, forgive our actions, our the way the words we've spoken to our spouse or over our children. God, that our hearts, the bitterness that we have chosen to hoard and prize, the things that we've idolized, all the things we've worshipped before you, ourself, our job, money, success, um, the things we've valued that that you said not to value, that you asked us to cast aside. Um, Lord, would you forgive us for refusing to pick up our cross and follow you, for refusing to die to ourselves? God, we know that your way is the best way. So when we tell you these things that aren't of you, we repent right now. We turn our head away from the world and the things that are not of you back toward you. And we know you're faithful to forgive us and meet us right back where, uh, where we are. And you said that we should pray that we would not be led into temptation, but to ask you to deliver us from the evil one. And that's what we do right now. Lord, we ask that you would not lead us in temptation, but that you would deliver us and that we get um, every moment that we are postured before sin, that we have an opportunity to choose you. So would you fulfill your part, Lord, by giving us boldness right now to walk away from temptation, that you would stir in us a... a solidarity 
in the truth of your word and of who you are. And we know that you don't give us more than we can handle, not because we are so great and mighty, but because we have the power of the Holy Spirit inside of us. So Lord, we ask for a fresh filling of the Holy Spirit. And we choose right now to follow you and your ways. And we rebuke the devil. He's not in charge of our life. He has no power over us. You are, Lord. So we choose right now that you have dominion and authority over our thoughts and over our actions and over all the choices we make today. Right now, you are in complete control and we choose to follow you. That's right, God. And, and we we can trust you. It, the lead us not to temptation, but delivers from the evil one. God, you, you're going to do that. And, and God, you're always going to provide a way out like you talk about in Corinthians. Mm-hmm. You're never going to give us more than we can handle. And so, God, I just pray right now for specific deliverance from the evil one, God, over pornography, over lust, greed, anger, depression, anxiety. Uh, God, the, the things that people are walking through uh, right now, um, fear, doubt, uh, concern. God, as as people are walking through these things, that you would deliver us, God, um, and you're going to do your part. So would you give us the boldness uh, to, to walk away from temptation? Uh, God, would you give us the boldness uh, to see what it is for eternal eyes? It's not, it's not a second look at um, uh, the, a person of the opposite sex, God, but it is, it's lust. And you said in the Sermon on the Mouth that that's adultery. Uh, it's not just being mad at somebody. It's, it's anger in our heart. It's murder. And so, God, would you just give us eternal eyes um, to see that the temptation is is not it's not a it's just not a momentary mess up, but God, it is the wages of sin of temptation is death, but the free gift of God is eternal life. So, God, I just pray that we it would it would be a big deal to us. It'd be a big deal, um, and that that our lives, uh, but because of our walking away from temptation and choosing you over momentary pleasure, they would create an atmosphere for the future, the fruits of the Spirit to grow, for miracles to grow, uh, for us to, to not be sullied by uh, any sort of temptation or sin, but it would sharpen our eyes and our ears and our spirits to hear what you have to say to us as you direct us, as you lead us uh, where you want us to go, where you want us to be. And so God, please, uh, lead us not to temptation, deliver us from the evil one. Um, and right here at the end, God, I, I, I just believe that you you reiterate something for us in verse 14. For if you forgive other people when they sin against you, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. Uh, but if you do not forgive others their sins, your heavenly Father will not uh, forgive your sins. And God, forgiveness matters to you. A clean heart matters to you. Um, and God, I believe 2,000 years ago, Jesus, when you were living... Uh, you you knew where we would be, um, and even still today, the devil is attacking relationships, attacking relationships with bitterness, with unforgiveness, with comparison, uh, with with all these things. And God, I just pray for freedom. I pray for freedom, uh, Holy Spirit. We pray for your power um, as as we as this is a small part of prayer right here. God, uh, you have revealed to everybody uh, one place of surrender. You've revealed to us something that you've called us to do. And so now I pray that we, after praying this, that we would go out and see your kingdom come and you will be done through obedience. We we are more like you now. Uh, we, we, we look more like heaven now. And so, God, I just pray that we would be obedient as we walk in it. And so, God, we love you so much. 
Um, and, and we're just expecting to see the kingdom today. We're expecting to see a supernatural, um, just what, whether it's in ourself, whether it's with our family, whether it's with a friend or a total stranger, we're expecting to see your kingdom come. And so give us eyes to see it. Don't let us miss it. In your name we pray. Amen. Amen. So it's just an example. Um, whenever I was prayer walking this morning, I used I used um, uh, Matthew 6, and I prayed for myself and my family and for Faith Promise and for you guys. And uh, who was it that you said um, says he thought that we should use the Lord's Prayer every time we prayed? Oh, it was Scott McKnight. Um, who's that again? He is it. a theologian. A theologian. Well, he's a professor at Bible College, but Fancy. he wrote some books and... I, I enjoy a lot of his thoughts. Yeah. And so, again, that's just, and it's also a little bit of a slightly abbreviated version of, the, a version of this is in Luke 11, whenever Jesus is teaching his disciples how to pray. Um, but hey, just, uh, we, we have a little bit of time left. And so, I, I want to give you another option. And we won't spend time praying through all of it. Um, but there, there's some areas that I pray through uh, whenever I'm in my quiet time. Um, and uh, I, I just wanted to do and just give Rachel really an opportunity to uh, respond uh, to these things, um, uh, whether it's my life or her life or whatever it might be. Uh, but you can write these down, and these are opportunities for you to pray as well. And uh, a lot of times when I'm praying through my list, I pray first for a filling, a uh, filling of the Holy Spirit. And um, I use Isaiah 61 um, and Luke 4. Uh, whenever I pray for a filling, you know, that's where whenever Jesus says the spirit of the Lord is on me for he's anointed me and he goes on, mm -hmm. uh, which he is quoting that prophecy out of Isaiah uh, 61. But every day I know that I leak. And so I am praying for a filling. Um, I'm praying for God to uh, <laughs> to make to make me more like him because I know for sure uh, that I leak. And so, babe, is there a specific way that you pray for uh, a filling? Feeling the Holy Spirit being more full of Him than than you. I just always posture myself with the fact that I'm I'm there to meet with Him, so I'm not there for something. I just always I always start out by praying, um, you know, something along the lines of Jesus, I'm I'm here, and yeah. I and I I am I want to hear from you, and um, posturing myself in that space, and I will physically posture myself. So my hands out. Um, usually it just say, hey, uh, Lord, I want to meet with you and I want to hear from you and I, and I want what you have for me today. Yeah. And funny, you would say that my next thing that I'll do, I pray through is humility and posture. Uh, John three thirty, um, John the Baptist says, I must become less and God become more. Galatians two twenty. I died of myself in Christ, nor I who live, but Christ lives in me. And then first Peter five, seven, uh, which says, you know, I cast my cares on you because you love me. And so I'll pr I pray these things, and this is a time for me to be humble. And again, I use Scripture. Uh, you know, talk, it, the Scripture is God breathes, so it just helps us know, hey, we're praying God's words uh, back to Him. So I, I'm also taking time, like Rachel said. Um, and then uh, something else that I'll do, and I'd love to hear Rachel's thoughts on this, how she'll do this as well, but um, I repent for myself. Uh, for my family, uh, for Faith Promise, our church, and for our nation. Um, and I'll use Daniel 9.20 for that, where Daniel does that himself. Uh, but I'm, I'm just going to repent. Um, and repent just means to turn your head. So it's funny, 
Um, if you're watching, I, a lot of times when I'm praying, I really am rolling my neck. I'm turning my head um, just in a just in a, 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 a just a moment of gosh, God, please turn our head away. And I'll, I sometimes I'll write something in my journal idolatry or lust or greed or pride or anger, and I'll mark it out, and then I'll write down whatever the biblical, you know, uh, opposite of that is. Mm-hmm. So if it's pride, it's humility. If it's fear, it's faith, and 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 things like that. So what what's praying for? And but, but I think there's a weird part, because I think repentance probably isn't super weird, uh, but the repenting for yourself and others could be. And so uh, I do take time, and I pray through people in my family, and I ask guys, is there anything in their life that doesn't belong there? I, I, I pray that away and out. Same thing for the church and even for our nation, just going before God for uh, mm-hmm. for the things that I believe break his heart around that and asking him that he would change what he can and any part he wants me to play in it. Mm-hmm. I just, I, I usually roll through the um, acts. A lot of times I'll use that structure of adoration, confession, thanksgiving, and supplication. And so the confession portion of that is where I'll do that. So I'll spend some time worshiping God and then confessing the things in my life that are not of him and just ask him to reveal those to me and then turning from that. Yeah, that's good. That's good. And then uh, I think this is a big one, and I'm not sure. I'm not, I, I don't see this on a lot of uh, prayer lists like the axe or the soap or things like that which soap is just a different one mm-hmm. uh, from what Rachel was saying. But I, I take time to pray for the lost, um, you know, in every prayer session, you know, in Second Peter 3, 9, God is not slow as some consider slowness, but it's his desire that no one would perish without repentance. And so I think about my friends I've been witnessing to um, or family members been witnessed to for years, and I usually take it once a week and take time in this time to text them. Mm-hmm. And I ask the Lord if he has a word for them. Uh, John three sixteen for God so loved the world He gives one and only Son uh, not perish uh, whoever believe not perish have everlasting life and then uh, Romans nine one through three where Paul says he's in anguish uh, for his brothers and sisters that are far from him Romans one sixteen for I'm not ashamed of the gospel for it's the power of salvation and then uh, Acts thirteen uh, forty six which is a prophecy out of Isaiah as well. Uh, when it, it essentially says, until it's all, it's too small. Like it, it wasn't for a tribe or for one nation, but it was for to the ends of the earth to hear the gospel. So when I pray for the lost, I pray for Bob. That's something we were we were mm-hmm. taught, which is burden, opportunity, and boldness. So I yeah. ask God that he would burden my heart for the lost, that I would see what he sees. And then I ask God to give me an opportunity and that I would be able to recognize that opportunity when he gives it to me. And then I pray for boldness that I would recognize it and I would be bold and step into whatever God set before me. Cause sometimes God will burden my heart and I'll see an opportunity and I will chicken out. Mm -hmm. I won't say what I feel like I'm supposed to say, or I won't go up to that lady that I've seen the parking lot upset or whatever. And so I pray that I would be bold and coupled with that, that, um, my affections would be and my attentions and what matters to me would not be what man says, but that what God says. So I, in that, and specifically there, I usually pray against the fear of man and I ask for a fear of the Lord. Like mm-hmm. I would have an incredible awe of God so that when he asks me to do something, I don't just obey him out of, oh, I have to do this, but that I so revere and honor God and what he says matters so much that I am I am 
compelled to follow through with what he's asked. Yeah, and I love the burden part because uh, I, I, be, I believe if more Christians were praying for the lost, that there would be a lot lot less judgment in the church and a mm. lot more love and compassion in the church. Mm -hmm. If you would pray, and you really do believe that if somebody's lost, they don't have the same hope that Christ followers have. They mm -hmm. they don't have like they can't do some of these things that we get to do. Mm -hmm. And so, I mean, it, it should bring more compassion um, than 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 judgment. Um, yes. And then another thing that I, and this this is a pretty fun one. Um, just asking in James four two, it says you have not because you ask not. Right. And and in and, and the gospel it says that God, he's a good good father who wants to give good gifts to his kids. And so I take time to pray. I pray for I pray for revival. Uh, sometimes there's little, smaller, like worldly things I'll pray for. But the things I'm praying for every time, I'm praying for revival. I'm praying for the win-win culture uh, that people would really get, like what is next and who is next. They really get that and 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 live that. Uh, but I just take time to ask him. I I just I I never want I I don't want to get to the end and he's like oh, why didn't you why didn't you why didn't you ask me I, mm -hmm. I'm I'm Abba Father I love you I I, I want to be there and so. I just I just take time to ask, and then I'm usually doing this at the end of my um, uh, after I've done my Bible reading or whatever it might be, and so I I usually end my time by asking God just to transform me. You know Romans twelve two uh, don't be conformed to this world, be transformed by the renewing of your mind, and then again I just remind God Second Timothy three sixteen that all Scripture is God breathed. Um, and it's it's uh, productive for reproach and coaching and mm -hmm. and those things and so um, but th that's a list that I'll pray through and again if it, it really can it, it it can take me five minutes to go through and kind of speed and remind myself and just just re kind of acclimate myself to the kingdom and not to to me or it can really expand just you know into thirty minutes or an hour mm -hmm. and so but. Again, good. Well, the, there is one other thing that I really enjoy to pray through, which is the tabernacle prayer. Um, it takes a little longer, and there is, um, and you can find this if you just Google the tabernacle prayer guide. Um, you can find it. Uh, there's a couple of different versions on there, but um, you can. It walks you through the Old Testament tabernacle. Mm -hmm in light of Jesus and the gospel and um, what that means. And so it's um, it's it's pretty powerful for me because there's a lot of, um, it just speaks through declaring over yourself and in your life the truth of what Jesus has done and like what what the resurrection really meant for you. Yeah. As And so just identifying, putting my identity. So if you're really struggling with your identity as a Christ follower and walking in victory, this is something that I would really encourage you to do is to pray through the tabernacle prayer. It's pretty cool. Yeah, it is. It is amazing. Um, and so, hey, going back to what we said at the beginning, we, we so desperately want you to encourage yourself in the Lord uh, and we want you to be walking in prayer and in power uh, because you have a huge purpose. Your purpose is to win your world uh, to Jesus. And mm -hmm. so that's not what we say. That's what God says. And so be looking for what is next you walk with God. And I, I, you've probably been challenged in your prayer life during these last couple uh, podcasts. And then, but who is next? Who is next for you to pray for? Who is next for you to pursue with the gospel? So we love you. We believe you. Go and win your world this week and live out that purpose. We'll see you next week.